the backyard brawl is sold out. It's not even news. <laughs> Everybody knew that was going to happen. So the backyard brawl was sold out from the WVU perspective, sold out from what they got in terms of an allotment, sold out from the pit perspective, standing room only tickets being sold. But at the end of the day, no matter what you call the stadium, whether it be Heinz Field or now AccuSure Stadium, the backyard brawl is sold out. And now there's, of course, a debate on why it's sold out, whether or not Pitt, whom, despite coming off the best season in 50 years, coming off a better season than WVU, I don't know how any Mountaineer fans could argue that, regardless of where maybe you feel the programs are going to go, obviously hasn't done as well as West Virginia in terms of attendance. That's something that you can't argue either, that I think even the most optimistic Pitt fan could admit, that it's different, it's a city, It's you're playing at a pro stadium, that's a college town in Morgantown, despite being close to a city and 70 miles away in a different state, also to be fair. But again, regardless of why you think it's the case, and yeah, Pitt sold out Penn State, and yeah, when you have these rivalries, it's going to help attendance, of course, if Notre Dame would come, etc. It's going to have more than just a regular game, even if maybe it's a conference game, because maybe the fans care about certain games more. And Pitt has struggled with attendance over the years, no matter what they've done on the field. But at the end of the day, the backyard brawl is sold out. It doesn't matter why. So we're going to argue back and forth and jaw back and forth on if West Virginia is helping Pitt sell those tickets. And honestly, to be real, I do actually feel West Virginia is part of why that brawl is sold out. Yeah, Pitt fans excited about their team, but West Virginia, the rebirth of the backyard brawl, hasn't had it in a decade. It's a big freaking deal. And that's absolutely a reason, a factor, regardless of what percentage you may think on why the brawl is sold out. And why the brawl is sold out now was still less than a month ago until kickoff. But I'm Mike Osti, and of course, this is Mike Drop here on our Sports Now family of networks. And I wanted to get back here on the mic. I wanted to get back here on the mic, and I've been a little busy. Anyone who knows me personally or follows me at all on social media, my daughter was born. I did tell her to get going and get out here before the back ball so I could be there and cover it. So she listened, maybe a little too much. She came a little earlier than we had hoped, but everything going well, everything fine right now. So I wanted to do a show and I felt like I had to do a show, but I then kind of retooled. And once I saw the announcement of the backyard brawl being sold out, once I saw the fan bases jawing back and forth, I wanted to kind of focus on this topic for this, this edition of Mike Drop. And there'll be many other shows to really dive into the West Virginia football team over there, WV Sports Now, or anything in relation to Pitt or any anything else we have got going on the college side of our Sports Now family of networks. But the backyard brawl is proving, proving that in the midst of conference realignment, in the midst of conference chaos, in the midst of it's all about the money and geography doesn't matter, and I get it, and I get it, these natural rivalries are good for college football. The sport of college football does need these natural rivalries to exist in some way. You got to tip your cap to both Pitt and West Virginia for always wanting 
this brawl to happen. And the second they weren't in the same conference, getting on the horn and saying, we got to keep our working relationship sound enough to be able to get this game back. And then even with this current rebirth, going to go for a few years, then have a dip. They're going to bring it back again. And I hope they bring it back again after that. And I hope they keep going and it just goes on in perpetuity and they play it as often as possible. And I get with strength of schedule and I get, you don't want to have your schedule be too brutal. Some could argue West Virginia's schedule has been too brutal. Maybe even this year, they're not good enough, maybe in some years to play this brutal of a schedule. And yeah, JT Daniels is there. And you may think the program's going to have better days. And certainly I think there's pressure on Neil Brown to have this program have better days, but when you have a strength of schedule that's, you know, in the top 25 or something like that, and you're yet to be there as a program, you're trying to get back up to glory. That wasn't too long ago, by the way, around the last time this brawl was played, 70 points on Clemson in a major bowl game. So it's happened for West Virginia before, of course, Pitt coming off of the major bowl game last year, winning the ACC. When you make a college football schedule, unless you're Alabama, and even when you're Alabama, you want to make sure the out-of-conference isn't too brutal. Alabama freaking plays Mercer. They have the brutal SEC schedule with six or seven ranked teams, several of those in the top 15, and they sprinkle out Mercer out there. They sprinkle out whatever the case may be in terms of another team, Team X, that's obviously a, a cupcake city for them outside of conference. And yeah, they might play one quality out of conference game as well. And people may be annoyed and say, how are you going to be Alabama and play Mercer? Well, to be fair, they're playing tons of ranked teams in the conference schedule. You don't need to make it that brutal out of conference. It's not even good to do so to risk those other games when you don't have a guarantee sledding through the, the, the conference schedule to guarantee all the wins. They even have lost games in those conference games over the years, of course, going to the Georgia game uh, for the SEC title. So, again, you don't want to have a, a schedule be too ridiculous, be too brutal. It is true that if you have enough in your conference, and again, we've done other shows, I've done other shows, go back and look. That's not the conversation today on where these programs should be, where West Virginia should be, what conference anybody should be, whether WVU fits in the ACC, whether the ACC should want them, whether it's about academics or media markets, et cetera, whether they're not necessary because here, Sports Now Network, the Pittsburgh media market covers both. I get it. That's not what I want to touch on right now. But again, when you're talking about schedules, yeah, I get maybe you don't want to have it be too brutal out of conference. I get in a year that you're going to play Pitt and Virginia Tech in the same season. They're out of conference rivalries. They're more natural, historic rivals that the fans may care about. But it make I get the perspective too. Fans are excited, but you're probably not winning both. Or you don't, you know, yeah, you just beat Virginia Tech, but it's going to be hard for West Virginia with this schedule coming up, what they're trying to do. It's a risk to put both on the same year. Because if you put anything else that's quality out of conference in the mix, or even if you don't, you're risking losing games out of conference when you already have a situation going on in conference that may have a loss or two. So again, I'm not predicting on this show. I've done it before and I'll do it again. And, and it even goes from the pitch side as well. They lost an out of conference game this past season during the special year, losing to Western Michigan, all those points on the board and all the touchdowns and Kenny Pickett tying the single game record for TDs. And that was a loss. That really is why they weren't a playoff team. You win the ACC otherwise. And yeah, there were different things. They may not have gone in anyway, but once you had that loss, regardless of what you did the rest of the season, you're not going to be a playoff team. That was a bad loss. So you can lose any game can be good, bad, or indifferent. You can lose any game, 
but playing West Virginia, playing a natural rival, playing an historic rival, playing a team that has now a quality transfer as well, like Pitt has Slovis. You have Slovis for JT Daniels. That's a great connection there. That's awesome. Um, so, and I do see some people here, Kenneth. I do appreciate your commentary there. Yeah, of course, the West Virginia fan base is passionate, and that absolutely helped sell out the backyard brawl in Pittsburgh. And again, yeah, I, I can totally see the West Virginia perspective there of having a chip on your shoulder. So that can be motivation, absolutely going into that game. And even going into this schedule, where there's pressure on Neil Brown to turn this around and get more than just crawling into a bowl game or not getting into a bowl game or losing a mediocre bowl game, get more and really climb. I get it. And I think some games can be swung. I think some things can happen this year. Certainly it's not like I'm predicting three or four wins. Like I know some media outlets and and members of media are, I do think it can be a little more than that from the West Virginia side. But again, the point of this and the moral of this story, the backyard brawl, natural rivalries, good for college football, great for the sport. The sport needs it in the midst of everything else going on, even though teams are not aligning based on rivalry. It's about money. It's about media market. It's about eyeballs. It's about subscribers. It's about what you bring financially. And I did a show with Mike Farrell to really, really dive into that. So that's absolutely true. That's what it's about in terms of what conference you fit in or whether a conference wants you. What you bring financially in terms of money, that's what matters. But I get, you know, there's a risk of trying to have the schedule be too brutal out of conference. That's kind of what I was saying. However, there's a few games out of conference you can pick from. From West Virginia's side, having Pitt and Virginia Tech in there in the same year, I get it's being a, it's a risk. But having Pitt on the schedule, it's a good thing. It's a good thing for the program. It's a good thing. You, know, you can fit one of them in there. You can try to make a situation, even outside of the conference, to have Pitt on this schedule every year. If you really care about it. And I know logistically that's not going to happen, but as often as possible, certainly should be the case. Certainly should be the case. West Virginia should try to have Pitt on the schedule as often as possible. And Pitt should try to have West Virginia on the schedule as often as possible. They are similar programs, guys. They are similar programs. Okay. They're not Alabama. Let's be real. They're not Alabama. It's probably not going to be Alabama, even off the special year Pitt just had. Who knows? It's it's not going to be Alabama. But And I do see some back and forth here. I love it. Bitten West Virginia fans now going back and forth here on the chat. That's what we want to see. And I, I'm going to actually slide with you there on talk. It's paid 11-1 for West Virginia this year. That's a bit wild. Let's, let's pump the brakes there, even for the most optimistic Mountaineer fans. But anyway, it is a positive to have this rivalry, to have this game. And you should be appreciative of both schools because both schools worked to make sure this would happen. There are historic natural rivalries that would be great for those programs, for those fan bases, and those fan bases want that aren't played every year, aren't played that often, are rarely played. They can't get on the phone and get things going, and they may never get played again because they're not in the same conference anymore and they don't have to. Just look at the situation. Pitt fans can tell you the situation with Penn State. It was freaking a fight to get that game back. And yeah, they eventually played again. Joe Paterno didn't want to play Pitt all those years. Pitt fans will tell you. Once he was in the Big Ten and it didn't have to, he went in there for the Rose Bowl and the Big Ten always had 11 teams before getting into this conference realignment mess. I get it, but he didn't want to play Pitt. Pitt and Penn State couldn't get on the field. Once they did, you got a sellout. You had a great game. You had a great series. Okay. And yeah, you know, Penn State 
fans with the whole perspective of what a we game. Well, Pitt's had better years than you recently. They just come off a better season than you recently. So that, that's true. But it's good for the sport. I'm not saying have West Virginia play Pitt and then also Alabama and then also Clemson at a conference all in the same year because you're going to take some losses there. But I do think when you have several out-of-conference games every year you can fit on the schedule, that Pitt can put West Virginia there because it's a similar program. They certainly can beat West Virginia. They also could lose. They certainly could lose. There's no guarantees. And this year, yeah, Pitt's favored. They are. They're coming off a better year. Mountaineer fans got to realize that. Maybe you think WVU will win. Hey, great. But Pitt is favored right now. But who knows if another year, maybe even a couple years from now or years after that, or when they do rebirth it yet again, if West Virginia won't be favored. West Virginia's had a, a better program on the field, certainly in the last 20 years overall. I mean, that's definitely the case, even if not in the last few years. So, again, who knows? But, again, you want to play the game because it's similar programs. It's a winnable, out-of-conference rivalry game that will bring fan attention, will bring national attention, will get butts in the seats at either stadium, and certainly Pitt needs that at Action Shore Stadium. It's a little more difficult than the West Virginia side to get fans there. And, of course, it is a game that will mean something. So if you win it, it'll mean something because it's a national rivalry and it's it's a, it's a swingable game. If, if West Virginia wins it, obviously being an underdog, that'll be a major upset. That'll be a major kickstart to their season. If Pitt wins it, and, yeah, there's more pressure on them, as some West Virginia players have even brought up recently, and that's been on both both sites as well, because Pitt is favored, and West Virginia know, fans know about being favored and not winning that game. Let's be real. So that can be something too. That that can be more pressure on Pitt. But hey, if you seize the day and you go into the season and you go into the game knowing the pressure, knowing they do have a quality transfer quarterback there now in JT Daniels, who you figure is an upgrade from Jared Dagey, even though, of course, it does depend on how JT plays. And if he does have that chemistry with Graham Harrell still, I figure he does. And also if he can stay healthy and the O-line can protect. But again, topics for another day. This is about the brawl. And again, that can mean something for Pitt. So that can mean something for Pitt then because it shows that they didn't let a rivalry get to them. They didn't let down for a big game. They didn't let a hungry team coming into their stadium, despite being close by, ruin things for them in a season before it even got started. And if Pitt gets that win, that's a great kickstart to their year. If West Virginia gets that win, and it's, it would be an upset win on the road. That's a great kickstart to their year, and they have easy games coming up after that, so they could freaking start the year 4-0, and even though the schedule will get certainly tough following those first quarter of games. So, again... You gotta you gotta think about this perspective. Having the backyard brawl, a great, great positive, not only for both programs, and you can fit it into the schedule out of conference wide without making it too brutal, knowing what you have in conference, even knowing the uncertainty. You should do it, you can do it as often as possible, and it's great that they are and they're working to do so. But it's also great for the sport overall because you have the reignition of this rivalry. You have the joeing back and forth of West Virginia fans and Pitt fans that maybe you have occasionally the last decade when they weren't playing another outside of each other conference wise, and they didn't really matter for each other, but not like this. 
Okay, now it's really revving up as we've hit August. And that's what you want. That's good. That The ratings off this are just going to go through the roof. Having this Thursday night, having this national TV, it's going to go through the roof. Having game day there when they're already going to be somewhere else in that same week, they know what they're doing. The reason why this game, it's not just a regular game. They didn't just throw it in week four. They knew what this would do. They knew these two historic programs with these two rabid fan bases that are close together geographically. A lot of the people know each other, work together, see each other socially. Both players have talked about that. Go to some videos we have here on PSL or the WVSN YouTube channel. You can hear that commentary. They go into it. Knowing all of that, knowing what's happened in the past, knowing the situation of the two transfers, knowing these programs, knowing that it was going to sell out at Akashore or whatever you want to call the stadium, and certainly helped to get there by West Virginia fans being so close and wanting to. Certainly, that was a boost to get that game sold out. The national networks, ESPN, etc., they all knew this. And once they had the TV situation finalized, they knew national TVs were where it has to be. They knew Thursdays where it has to be. They knew Thursdays where it had to be. And that's all going to be great. The ratings are going to be there. Game Day knew they had to be there. ESPN knew they had to be there. ABC, that whole family of Disney, they knew they had to be involved because they knew what that game could do and they can fit it on the schedule. They've been working to do so. It's great for both programs. And the game, well, it'll suck to lose and no one's going to win it every time. It can be a great win for either program, be a good quality win for either program. It really, really can be. It's not like playing LIU like West Virginia has or playing Delaware like Pitt has or Youngstown State like Pitt has. They both have thrown those games in there, and I get it. You're going to have to still throw those games in there. I totally get it. If Virginia's playing Townsend in those first four games, that's, you know, you should win by 20. Those games are the only games Neil Brown's been putting up points against, and we'll see what the offense does now with Graham Harrell there. But again, I get it. I really, really do. And again, I see the back and forth here in the chat. I totally, again, love it. We have now more joining in there on the back and forth. That's all awesome. But I just want to make this clear. And I think we can all agree. The backyard bra not only is it good for both programs, not only do they need to play it as often as possible, not only should you be thrilled and tip your cap for both programs, both athletic departments, making sure this game could happen as often as possible and really putting an emphasis in this game happening as often as possible and locking it down like they already did for a rebirth again after this current series would finish. But you can fit it in. It would be a great game, and it's great for the sport. It's great for the sport because it's all about money where teams realign conference-wise. I get that. It always will, and they're not going to say for West Virginia to go in the ACC just because of this geographic connection, even though it would be better for travel for West Virginia fans. It's all going to be about money, or it should, really. It should be about money. It shouldn't even be about academics or other things, and we can go into that debate a whole other day with the Promise Scholarship and things like that at West Virginia that maybe hurt them academically because it's easy to get into school but then hard to do things once you're there, and they let everyone from the state get in, and it makes it tougher in terms of you're going to have kids fail out. You just are. So if you tighten up the bar to get in, okay, those numbers are better than maybe are you there. Maybe is that all they need to worry about? Okay, that would be great. I actually think that would be great. That would get them in the ACC, get the conference situation working again if the ACC can stabilize and stay as a legit power conference. And who knows? Because only the Big Ten and SEC really 
are locking it down to make sure they're around whenever we get to the super conferences based on what they've been doing. I get all that, but it's all about money. It will be about money. And I get it. it's a business. I think it should be about money too. But you got to mix in these natural rivalries, these historic rivalries. You can do these games and do the backyard brawl regardless of where they are conference-wise. And they should. And it's great they are. And college football is going to benefit too. And they know this. By the national TV, by the Thursday, by game day, they know where the ratings are going to be. They love seeing this. They love seeing the sold-out stadium. That's all part of it. So I, I'm going to have tons of more shows coming. I'm going to break down the situation team-wise. I'm going to really preview the season here, and certainly for West Virginia, for WV Sports Now. I get it. That's where I that's where I mostly live here as part of the Sports Now Network. But I want to touch on this overall. I wanted to speak to both fan bases, really, for this show. And certainly with Mike Vakovic and I, who runs things over there at Pittsburgh Sports Now, we have mic'd up. We have shows that we join forces on. We go back and forth. We can do it respectfully. We can be friends. We can work together, and we can get it done. But having this is great for both networks. It's great overall. It's great for college football. It's great for the TV and the money that is so big of a deal right now in the college football landscape. And again, it's actually great for both programs. The win can mean something to great the greatness of both programs. It's not just some throwaway victory. And yeah, you can risk every now and then having it be a loss, but it's not too brutal that you're guaranteed to lose it every year either. Like if you would throw Alabama on your out-of-conference schedule and say, okay, let me play his brutal schedule and prove something where well, you're going to lose tons and that's going to hurt you ranking-wise and you'll never get a chance to play off. Add the brawl in, have a chance at a quality win. Yeah, you're risking something. Really great for college football overall in every respect, and that's what college football desperately needs right now, even in the midst of the conference chaos, even in the midst of money being why everything happened. So again, this was Mike Drop. I dropped the mic on the backyard brawl, just like everyone else has been doing, because of course there's excitement about the backyard brawl that kicks off now in less than a month, and it is sold out, so you're watching on TV if you're not there with a press pass or sitting in one of those seats at this point. Thanks to everybody in the chat. Couldn't go back and forth with you, but I'm glad you guys did, and I'm glad to see it on social media. That's what college football is all about and is missing too much of. Definitely need to see more of that, even in the midst of all the chaos, is the jawing back and forth of natural rivalries, which the backyard brawl is one of the most historic and now you have that again. So that's great for this year. That's great for next year. That's great. It's going to happen again whenever the series does close here coming up. Want to make sure you subscribe to the channels here throughout the Sports Now Network. Follow us along as well at all the outlets here that cover the programs at the Sports Now Network. And find me on Twitter at MikeOffie11. So follow along there to go back and forth with me again after this show. I'll certainly tweet back at you again. The Backyard Brawl is good for college football, and college football needs the backyard brawl. So that's the mic drop on this show. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.